Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 173 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys. And this is the show where I dispense weekly gold nuggets for anyone running a membership website thank you so much for joining me if you're a long-term listener you know i love you i appreciate each and every one of you i would love it however if you haven't already if you could hit the five star review button i'm sure that there is a button that just automatically gives five stars right (laughs) if you could hit the review button in itunes stitcher wherever it is you listen to the show and leave a nice positive bit of feedback about how the membership guys podcast has helped you i would so so appreciate that and that'll help us to reach more people and help them with their memberships If you are brand new to the show, welcome. I'm glad you found us. I'm sure this will become your new favorite show for everything membership related. Make sure you hit the subscribe button in your podcast app to ensure that, like Aerosmith, you do not miss a thing. I'm pretty sure that's what they were talking about in that song, right? Anyway, on with the show. Today we're talking about member cancellations. Boo! Big thumbs down to member cancellations. We hate cancellations. Of course, the last thing you want as a membership site owner, just by virtue of the fact you run a membership, is for someone to cancel. But it happens. It's part and parcel of life as a membership owner, and it's a natural part of the member life cycle. But in today's episode, I want to talk through some tips and tactics that will help you to preempt and hopefully prevent member cancellations now you may be doing some of this stuff already some of it might be new to you or perhaps some will give you ideas to put your own unique spin on it but my hope is that if you can take just one thing away from today's episode that can move the needle ever so slightly on member cancellations that will be a big big win for me and a big win for you because even just a one percent improvement in member churn in the rate at which members cancel, can have significant financial impact on your membership business. So, let's jump right in. One of the most important things you can do that's going to equip you to handling cancellations and hopefully preempting and preventing them is implementing a cancellation survey. So something whereby you are getting individual specific feedback from people who are leaving your membership site about what factors prompted their decision to leave. Remember, if you've got a recurring subscription, cancelling is an active decision. It's very rarely a passive decision. You know, if you've got a membership which has a natural expiration date of, say, 12 months, then cancellation is a passive action because actually people just don't have to do anything at all if they want to cancel in that situation, they just allow their membership to lapse, to expire. But with an active recurring subscription, cancellation is something somebody has to take action, take steps to do. That usually means that there's a strong motivation behind that decision. So you want to zero in on what that decision is. And the best way of doing that is with 
a cancellation survey. So some membership plugins will allow you to do this before somebody cancels. So quite often, most membership plugins will give people the ability to self-service when it comes to account management. That means that they can click a button and cancel their subscription. Plugins like Paid Memberships Pro allow you to implement a cancellation survey as part of that process. There's other ways of tweaking code. You can get some custom code done to add a survey into the cancellation process in other plugins as well. If you can get that information before somebody cancels, it's not making it difficult. It's not adding too many additional steps into the process to the point where it's going to frustrate people. But if you can just have even just a single text area where you ask somebody to provide just a brief bit of detail about why they've decided to cancel, that's going to help you very quickly zero in on the things that you should be paying attention to. If everybody is leaving your website because they think it's hard to navigate, that's actually a really easy fix. But if you don't have that information from people, you're not going to know where the problem area is in order to fix it. If people are all leaving because they're achieving their goals, again, that's information you want to have because that might say to you that you need some more advanced content or perhaps you need to think about upsells. So what the next stage of your audience's journeys are and how you can help them on that journey with your membership or with another product. But you can't take the remedial action that's going to help you prevent future cancellations unless you know where the problem area is. Now, of course, you can request this information after somebody has cancelled. So it may well be that you have an automated email sequence that follows up with anyone who leaves your website. But it can be a lot harder to get that information after someone's gone because they're gone. They're out of the system they no longer have any connection to you. And so they're going to feel less motivation to actually provide you with the information that you're requesting. So implementing a cancellation survey, preferably before the cancellation is enacted, that is going to really help you to get to grips with the main problem areas of your membership site. There's another form of cancellation that I certainly have to mention here because, of course, what we're talking about here is when a member has made the decision to cancel. But that's not always the case with every cancellation. In fact, one of the biggest problem areas that membership site owners have to deal with is failed payments. You will find that a portion of people who leave your membership site do so because their payments have failed. Now, most membership plugins, most payment providers will retry a failed payment multiple times before it cancels a subscription altogether. That's not always the case, but with most membership plugins, it is. So you get two or three bites of the apple just in case someone was having financial issues or there was an issue with their bank account at that particular time. Usually, the membership plugin, the payment provider will try again and hopefully next time it goes through. But something that you absolutely should be implementing is what's called a dunning process. So this is essentially a series of usually emails or follow-up actions that happen when someone's payment fails. So rather than their account just being retried and retried and retried without any communication, any notification to that person, 
You can actually have a dunning process whereby they are alerted via email to the fact that their payment has cancelled and they're given information on what happens next. So you inform them that we will retry again in three days. So, you know, they'll then know if there was no money in their bank account, they need to move some money around. You can also let them know where they can update their card information. So if they're paying by credit card, if you're using a payment processor like Stripe, for example, you can give them the option of being able to update their credit card information to an alternative payment source, and that hopefully will resolve the issues with future payments. So having that dunning process in place vastly improves the chances that someone will rectify any issues with their subscription rather than simply fail out and result in cancellation. Now, some membership plugins such as MemberPress handles the dunning process for you. You can set up those emails to go out automatically. And there are some dedicated solutions that provide this dunning service for you. So you have one called stunning.co, which handles the dunning process. There's also a great dunning service by the name of Churnbuster. Both of these are very much worth a look if your membership plugin doesn't have built-in dunning options. Now, usually they won't be labeled as dunning because that's a word most people don't realize exists, but there should be some options if you ask your membership plugin provider what options or what solutions they have for handling failed payments, then they should be able to outline the process assuming that a process exists. This is going to help you save a lot of lost subscriptions and a lot of unintentional cancellations in your membership. So make sure that you have a good dunning process in place. Something else you should be doing is monitoring member engagement and having something set up, whether it's email, whether it's in-app messages, something that reaches out Preferably on an automated basis because this sort of thing can be hard to scale when you've got hundreds and thousands of members. But something that sends a message or sends an email to members who haven't been engaging. Maybe they haven't logged in for a little while. Maybe they previously were very, very active, but now they haven't been seen for the last 60 days or something like that. Now, you'll probably find that as you get to know your members, you will spot this happening, particularly with people who were perhaps power users who were always on your website, and then suddenly they're not around anymore. When you spot that stuff happening manually, then it's going to take no effort at all to reach out to these people either via email. You could use something like Bonjoro to send them a quick little video checking in on them. If you're using forum software like IPboard or if you've got a Facebook group, you could even tag these people in an old post of theirs to see if they can provide an update or ask them how things are going. You know, there's lots of stuff you can do with personal intervention, whether it's you, whether it's a business partner, community manager, part of your admin team personally and directly reaching out to members whose engagement levels have slipped. But you can also use services like Intercom or Drift that will automatically detect members who are slipping away. So people who haven't logged in or perhaps they haven't completed a specific action. So maybe they haven't completed a lesson or completed a course on your site for a while. Maybe they haven't posted in your forum for quite some time. You can set these sorts of services up to automatically segment those people and then send a series of emails or on-site messages to them. There's also a brand new solution by the name of MemberScore at memberscore.com, which goes a little bit further into this. And again, it can trigger automations in services like ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, and so on that will respond to member engagement levels. 
but certainly take steps to monitor engagement. Use services like MemberScore or Intercom. You can use services like Mixpanel, which again will help you to monitor, to track and respond to activity levels inside your membership. But it's also worth just keeping a personal eye on it as well. If you know that someone who used to be a regular fixture of your membership has disappeared, you haven't heard from them for a while, make a point of personally reaching out. Yeah, that stuff doesn't scale. Yeah, everybody talks about automation, but sometimes just a little bit of human intervention can make the difference and can help you to prevent that member essentially becoming lost because they become so disengaged with your membership that they figure, what's the point in continuing to be subscribed? So monitor engagement and send messages, both personally and using software or services such as MemberScore, such as Intercom, Drift, or what have you. Now, you'll probably find if you're doing your cancellation survey, you're getting feedback from people who've left your membership, you'll probably find quite a lot of people will say that they left because they simply didn't have time to use your membership. This ends up being one of the most common reasons people cancel their memberships. And it can mean a variety of different things. It can mean that they literally just did not have the time. They didn't have the hours in the day. They physically could not make it to a computer or a mobile device and log into your website. It may mean that actually they did have the time, but they didn't consider using that time for your membership to be a priority. Now, that's a very, very different situation to someone genuinely not having time. The situation there is, I had time, it just wasn't important enough to me to actually use your site. And the third scenario is, maybe your members think, rightly or wrongly, that your website requires a massive amount of time to actually get any value from. So that could very well be just overwhelm at how much content is there or overwhelm at how long it's going to take them to get results or not really knowing what direction they should go in and what's the most efficient way ahead. Now, if someone's just saying, I just didn't have time to use the membership, it could be any of those things. So one way of clarifying that is to actually get clarification. So if you're presenting a cancellation survey, maybe you have a drop-down list of common reasons for cancelling. And then within that, you actually specify, I didn't see your membership as a priority, or I found the website or the content overwhelming, or I just didn't have enough hours in the day. You can actually break that time reasoning down into more specifics to, again, help you zero right in on where the issue is. Now, if someone generally just doesn't have time, there's not a lot that you can do about that. Perhaps you can prepare them for the fact that they will need to invest some time in this membership in your marketing materials on your sales page. But chances are that's not really going to make too much of a difference. Someone doesn't have the time. Someone joins your site thinking they'll have the time and then it just turns out they do not literally physically cannot make time. There's not a lot you can do about it. Perhaps you give people the option to pause their membership which again, you can do with plugins like MemberPress, for example, give them the option to suspend and pause their membership until they do have time. That's a way of preventing and minimizing cancellations for those reasons. But for people who maybe they're just a little overwhelmed, maybe they think your site needs more time investment than it actually does, or they just don't see your site as a priority. One thing you can do for that priority time-based reason for cancellations is Give people small wins early. 
So as part of your onboarding, as part of that early member experience, give people a lot of little wins. Doesn't have to be game changing, doesn't have to solve the biggest problems in their world. But if you can solve really specific, really small problems, so it might be a five or 10 minute tutorial on a particularly niggling little technical issue that you know everybody in the market suffers from. If you can direct them towards stuff like that in the early days, or if you can do a quick five day new member challenge that aims to help them make an extra $100 a week in their business or something like that, something that's low effort, that doesn't require a huge amount of time that can be delivered quickly, but that delivers a real tangible benefit to them. Even if that benefit is small, what you're demonstrating to them is that there is value in investing their time and attention into your website. If someone can get a result that they can see that's money in their bank, that is convenience, that's clarity, that's progress in their journey, that hasn't taken them a huge amount of time to get, just by demonstrating the value of them actually prioritizing your membership, you make it more likely that they'll keep your membership close to the top of their list of priorities because they'll see, you know, I spent a week in this membership and this was a tangible result I got. If I spend a month focusing on this membership, then naturally I'm going to get even better results. Give them that small win early in their member experience. Prove that you can solve their small problems with just a little investment of time and they'll be willing to invest more of that time in you and your membership. Now, for the people who just couldn't make time or maybe they thought that, you know, they they just couldn't figure out what's the best approach. How am I going to get the most out of the time I put into this? What's the most efficient and effective way of actually using this membership? Sometimes you need to teach people how to be taught. So if you've got an e-learning type membership, show people what the best route is. Have a little new member survey that asks people, what's your main priority? What is the thing you joined here for? And then as a result of their answers, make recommendations in terms of the stuff they should start with, the content they should look at first, the first steps they should take. That helps people get on the right track quicker and it eliminates that initial finding their feet process where they are looking through your whole content library and they're trying to figure out where to start. So get people on that path quicker. Sometimes you also need to teach people time management. So teach people how to get the best from your membership. Teach them how to organize their day or their week in such a way that they make time and they make room for your membership. That could be part of a new member course. So you could do a four or five part course that takes 30, 40 minutes. Every new member needs to go through it. One of those lessons can literally be how to make time for this membership. So you teach them how to use your site. You teach them basic time management. You give them a framework to work to. I would also give them a time frame to work with as well. So if you know people joining your membership site are joining because they have a specific result in mind, a specific end destination, give them an idea of how long it's going to take to get there, how much time they'll need to invest. You can make this dynamic as well. So you could even have a thing whereby you actually say, if you've only got 30 minutes a day to invest, then following 
our materials, following our program, using our membership, you should be able to get the results you want within this period of time. So within two months, three months. If you can dedicate an hour a day, you'll get there quicker. You'll get there within this time frame. So give people a ballpark idea of what they're working with, what to expect. So again, you're teaching people how to learn, how to use what they paid for, and you're reducing the chance that they'll end up leaving because they're just overwhelmed or because they haven't prioritized spending time in your membership site or they just don't have a realistic idea or expectation of how much time they need to spend in your site to actually get results. This is where providing things like a roadmap like we do inside Member Site Academy with the membership roadmap. Our membership roadmap is all about getting people from idea to launch with their membership. Now, of course, we've got a vast array of stuff for people post-launch, but for anyone joining who's still in that initial phase, they haven't got their membership up and running, we have a step-by-step, pretty linear roadmap. So you can look at that and you know exactly what stages, what steps you need to go through. We keep you on track. We direct you through that. And right at the beginning, we help set some expectations around how long this should take you if you actually go through the process to its fullest. So you know what you're getting into. You know how much time you need to make and you know what the result of investing that time is going to be. That can be a game changer for reducing cancellations. So again, chances are you'll find a lot of people leave your membership site saying that they don't have time for it. These things will help you preempt and prevent those type of cancellations. Teach people time management. Give them a time frame to work with and a roadmap to follow. This helps with those people who just cannot figure out the best use of their time. Deliver small wins. Show people the value of investing time in your membership. That will help with people who don't consider your membership high enough priority to dedicate their actual time to. Something else that's great for helping prevent member cancellations is signposting the future value of your membership. So make sure that you're communicating what courses are coming up, what's in the pipeline, what new features are you working on, what guests are coming up in the next few months for interviews, what is in store for members if they are still with you two or three months, even six months or so down the line. What this does, signposting that future value, is it changes the decision-making process for anyone who's thinking about cancelling. Because without this sort of signposting future value, without this future pacing, anyone thinking about whether they should stay or go can only base their decision on what they've had so far. So what's in your website today? What courses has someone watched? What benefit have they had from the membership in the past? So they're looking back and basing their decision about cancellation purely on what has come before. When you're signposting future value, so you have a section on your dashboard that lists the next workshops, or maybe within your course library, you have courses you're working on right now already in that library with a coming soon banner so people can see what's ahead. When you're doing that sort of stuff, signposting that future value, the decision then is based not just on what someone's had so far, but what they would miss out on in the future if they decided to leave. And that can be a big, big factor in getting people to stick around. 
because it generates FOMO, fear of missing out. Now, I hate that term. It's a very negative sounding kind of term, but essentially it does what it says on the tin. It makes the disconnect a little more uncomfortable because if someone sees that if they just stick it out for a couple more months, there's this amazing course that they're going to be interested in. Or if they think that they've learned all they're going to learn from your membership and then they spot that you've got this amazing lineup of experts in the future who are covering stuff that they didn't even realize they didn't know or they didn't even think you might cover in your membership, that can get people to stick around. So make sure you're signposting future value. That can really make a difference in helping you to prevent cancellations. Now, something else that can also work very well for minimizing your cancellations is actually something I'm not a huge, huge fan of, but it works and it suits certain types of memberships and certain types of membership owners, and that is closing the doors to your membership. Now, I've spoken at length on various episodes in the past. I've pulled out that soapbox about why I'm not a big, big fan of having that kind of closed-door strategy as a marketing strategy. Totally makes sense with certain types of memberships. Makes sense if you're running a program where you want everybody on board at a certain time. And actually, it also makes sense if you want to keep your member numbers fairly in control or you know that you're only able to actually be present in your membership yourself at certain times of the year. There's a lot of situations where this strategy of closing the doors of your membership is appropriate. When I pull out the soapbox and rant against it, It's usually ranting against it as a lazy marketing tactic when people close the doors of the membership because they just can't figure out a better way of marketing. I'm not a big fan of that and it won't have to look very hard to hear me railing against that strategy. However, it can work very well for preventing member cancellations and the reason for that is, again, It creates a little bit more pain of disconnect because if somebody cancels their membership and then a week later decides they made a mistake, if your doors are closed, they're not going to be able to get back in. So the stakes are a little bit higher for anybody who is thinking about cancelling. Now, this is double-edged because on the one hand, raising the stakes of cancellation, making the repercussions essentially of cancelling your membership a little bit higher is definitely something that's going to help sway some people into sticking around rather than leaving. But you do have to ask yourself, how committed are those people really if the only reason they're staying is fear that if they're left, it would be a bad decision and they wouldn't get back in? You don't want a membership whose retention strategy relies on fear tactics, where people are only staying because they're worried about leaving. It's not a good thing. And those people will end up leaving anyway. Plus, most of the time when you do close the doors to your membership, you're going to be opening them on a fairly regular routine as well. And chances are your existing members will learn that routine. So if you're opening three or four times a year, they'll know that you're opening three or four times a year. And in fact, it might encourage people to use that knowledge as a reason as a justification for cancelling their membership and taking a little bit of a break so they might actually think oh well you know I haven't been using it too much so yeah okay if I left I wouldn't be able to come back until next March but I know I could come back next March so I'll just leave and then I'll come back 
next time the doors open because I know the doors are going to open again. Or actually, in some cases, people using the closed door strategy, what they'll do is they'll have a little backdoor offer, which means to the public, the doors are closed. But if you're on the email list, they get opened in private on the down low. They get opened two or three times between the public open windows. So people will know that, okay, all I need to do is if I leave, all I need to do is then just sign up for the email list and I'll get an email in a month's time inviting me to rejoin and maybe it'll have a special offer or a bonus. So hell, I'll just do that. So closing your doors can reduce member cancellations, but it's not quite as cut and dry as it may seem. Hopefully that's as balanced a view on using that tactic to prevent cancellations as I can provide. Try and stay fair and neutral, even though I'm not the biggest fan of that strategy. Something else that you can do that will have an effect on member cancellations is raising the price of your membership fairly regularly. So I'm not advocating people put up the price of their membership every six months. But what happens when you increase the price of your membership or you at least review it every year or two is that can work really, really well for retention. Because if somebody joins your membership when the price was $30 a month, they will have that price locked in for the lifetime of their membership. Generally, if you put up the price of your membership, the price only increases for new members after the point that that price went up. It doesn't increase for existing subscribers. So someone who joined a $30 a month in a membership that is now $60 a month as long as they remain a member, they'll only be paying $30 a month. If they leave and then decide to come back, they'll have to sign up again at the $60 a month rate. That can be such a big factor in getting people to stick around. Again, you don't want people who are here just for fear of losing that preferential rate, but it's definitely something that is going to weigh very, very heavily into the decision-making process. So, Make sure you're reviewing the price of your membership and understand that a price increase not only increases the profitability of your membership in terms of new signups, but it also can be a big, big beneficial factor for retention as well. So having regular price reviews is certainly something that can affect member cancellations. Something else you could try is offering special monthly bonuses to your members. So every single month you have something extra special that only gets given to members who were subscribed during that month. So you still release your regular member content, the stuff that's evergreen, the stuff that goes into the archives, but maybe you have a bonus download. So in January, as long as you're a member in January, you get that bonus download. It doesn't go into a library. It doesn't go into an archive. That person has to have been a member in January to get the January bonus. If they weren't and they sign up in February, then yeah, they'll get that member bonus during February. They'll get February's bonus. And then they'll get Marches and Aprils and Mays and Junes. But if they leave at the end of June and then they come back in September, they don't get July and August's bonuses. So this is something that really provides a benefit for people who keep their subscription active. Because what can happen is if someone finds themselves not having the time or maybe money's a little bit tight and they think, oh, well, okay, I know that there's two or three new pieces of content released every month 
I don't necessarily need that there and then when it's released. I don't consume every new piece of content as and when it comes out. So what I'll do is I'll cancel now. I'll come back in six months time and then I'll be able to go back and watch or go back and download all the stuff that has been released in the time that I was away. When you have special monthly bonuses in the way that I described there, where the bonus content is only given to people who were registered active members in the same month that that bonus was released, again, that raises the stakes and raises the benefit of keeping your subscription active, and it can be a big motivator for helping avoid cancellations. And finally, if you have a membership that has a recurring annual subscription or you have a membership where there's an expiration date on somebody's membership. So let's say that rather than getting people to sign up month after month, year after year on an ongoing subscription, maybe people sign up for a six-month access and then at the end of that six months, those members need to take action to renew their membership in order to continue or they need to upgrade to a higher one. You should be making sure that you have an email notification set up preferably a sequence of emails that gets sent to those members whose subscriptions are either about to expire or for annual memberships are about to renew because a year is a long time between subscription payments. In the month leading up to that date, you should be sending out emails to those people, letting them know that the date is coming up, letting them know what value has been delivered over the last year, what's in the pipeline for the future, so you're really selling them on why they should stick around as a member, what will happen, what they need to do, so if they need to actually resubscribe, you want to make sure you tell them clearly, go to this page by this date in order to continue access, or if they're an existing subscriber, you let them know, we will be attempting to take payment on such and such a date so you're making sure that they're not taken by surprise or you know you don't try to collect $800 from an account that they usually don't keep any money in. Also gives them a chance to update any bank details and all that sort of stuff. Don't just take it for granted that they'll remember because an annual payment is going to be quite a significant amount of money that you're trying to take from these members. So if they're not expecting it, it's going to take them by surprise and it's going to be a nasty surprise. Similarly, if it's a non-recurring subscription and their membership just lapses, if they weren't aware of it, they might be quite annoyed that you didn't tell them. It might actually be a little bit more hassle for them to re-sign up than it would have been for them to upgrade or extend their subscription. And actually, after it's lapsed, after it's expired, there's less motivation to do so. The longer time passes after someone's subscription has expired the less chance there is that they will continue on that they'll upgrade that they'll take the steps to stay a member because if someone's lived without your membership for two months then they're going to think to themselves well i haven't missed it it obviously wasn't important enough for me to remember it of my own accord so why would i rejoin make sure you send expiring members or annual renewals email notifications, two or three emails prior to the date that they're going to renew or that they need to take steps to continue their membership. So hopefully some of what we talked about today is going to help you preempt and prevent member cancellations. Ensure you have a cancellation survey, some mechanism for getting feedback from people about why they've left your site. 
And as we've talked about in a previous episode, if you've not had something like that in place, send out an email to anybody who was previously cancelled and just ask a simple question. Hit reply and let me know the main reason you decided to cancel your membership. That is going to be a goldmine of information that will help you fix easily fixable problems and adjust your strategy to ensure that you're preventing future cancellations as much as you're able to. Take steps to handle failed payments. Don't allow people to just fail out of your website because their card details have changed and you've never prompted them to update them or because their bank rejected a payment and you didn't tell them until it was too late. Make sure you have a dunning process in place. Use Churnbuster, use stunning.co, use a plugin like MemberPress that handles it for you. Just make sure you've got something in place to handle failed payments because they will represent a significant chunk of cancellations from your site. Ensure that you're monitoring engagement and following up with anybody proactively so you're taking steps before they cancel, before they slip away to a point where they're not able to be retrieved as active engaged members. Make sure you're sending messages personally or you have a system like Intercom, MemberScore, Drift set up to actually send these little nudges to any members who are starting to slip away. Give people small wins early in their experience so they see the value of investing time in your membership. Teach people how to get the best from your membership. Give them time management tips. Give them a time frame, some expectations to work with and a roadmap to follow. Show them where to start to increase the chance that they'll start using what they're paying for. Because if someone's not using what they're paying for, they won't pay for it for very long. Ensure that you're signposting future value. So anytime someone's considering whether to stay or whether to go, they have to factor in the things that they'll potentially miss out on in the future. New courses, new content, new material. Consider closing the doors to your membership. That, while it's a divisive tactic, is certainly something that can move the needle when it comes to cancellations. Make sure you're reviewing the price of your membership fairly regularly because anytime your price goes up, it provides even more motivation for those guys who were in earlier and who have got lower prices to stick around in the long term. Otherwise, if they leave, they'll lose their preferential rate. Think about things like offering a special monthly bonus that only gets given to people who are an active subscriber in the month that that bonus is released. It really, really emphasizes the value of keeping your subscription active. And then finally, for annual renewals or for memberships that have an expiration date, make sure you're sending an email sequence to those people before the subscription ends or before you try and charge them $500, $600 or whatever. That'll just help you avoid problems and it'll help you ensure that those guys stick around. So I really do hope, as I said at the beginning of this episode, that even if just one little thing, one little idea we talked about today gives you inspiration to change something in your membership, to add something, to try something that moves the needle when it comes to preempting and preventing member cancellations. If I've done that, then I consider this show a success because it really doesn't take much 
even just small incremental improvements with memberships, especially when it comes to churn, when it comes to cancellation, they can have a huge, huge impact. I'd love to hear from you whether you try some of these tactics and they work for you. I'd love to hear the results you're getting. Or if you've got ideas of your own or any thoughts on any of the tactics we've talked about, hit me up on Twitter at Membership Guys or give me a shout inside our free Facebook group at talkmemberships.com if you type that into your browser or redirect you to our group where we've got over 10,000 membership site owners. Or if you're on the Facebook app, just search for Membership Mastermind. That'll take you to the group as well. And of course, if you're an Academy member, then we dive deep into all this stuff in there as well over at membersiteacademy.com. I really do hope you found today's episode useful. I hope it helps you tackle member cancellations, move the needle in that area, and overall increase the profitability of your membership site. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com. Do you want to boost your member signups and take your membership to the next level? If so, you're not going to want to miss the free webinar that I'm running on Tuesday the 26th of March. It's called Supercharge Your Membership Sales and it is entirely free. During the webinar, you will learn how to level up your core membership sales funnel for more traffic leads and sales. You'll discover the biggest roadblocks that could be costing you sales right now and most importantly, how to fix them. And we're going to cover the key tactics that you need to have in place to successfully market and scale your membership. Plus, you get the opportunity to tap into my years of expertise in the membership space and have me help solve your current sales and marketing challenges. So, If you want to take your membership sales to the next level, join me on Tuesday, March 26th at 7pm UK time and go to membershipgeeks.com slash webinar. That's membershipgeeks.com slash webinar to secure your free seat today.